Friends, family team, it is season 10, episode 15. And if you've been following along, 15 is the amount of episodes per season. So that means next episode will be 11-1. So we're going to start you off with reviewing our season thus far. We will go into some bewilderments and questions that we got to address with the fellas. Barbie and Oppenheimer have been breaking the world, and we'll see if we want to be part of that break. Into some sports, we got to check in with the WNBA. We're not going to talk about the NBA by talking about the NBA. Into the NFL because the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. And then we'll finish you off with some MLB. The Cubs and the Sox are going at it, but who the fuck cares? (laughs) It's the Washed Up Podcast. For the love of God, let's get it, baby. You can come get me. I'm in the Season 10 finale, fellas. Way to do it. We're still doing it together. We're a team. We're still figuring it all out. Congratulate yourselves. That's 10 seasons, fellas. Woo! We'll give ourselves a little bit of an applause. We, we should have done like a slow clap like in Hoosiers. Yeah, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Do you guys remember when you went to like middle school camps and they did the round of applause where they literally just clapped in a circle? And oh, they're yeah. like, okay, and we're moving on. <laughs> no. That was like the most ADD entertaining shit ever. <laughs> a legit round of applause. You applause, applause in a circle. Oh, that would be satisfying. <laughs> I wish we would have done that at camp. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. You, you did. You made out with your first girl at camp. You don't know her name. She went to a different school. I made out with my first girl in like first grade. I didn't. You were a player at Garfield? Yeah, dude. I was a, I've always been a player, dude. <laughs> Everybody knows that about me. <laughs> oh, you know Brady? Oh, oh, the player? I actually don't know if I made out with a girl until I was like 15. Yeah, me neither, dude. Uh, I was. Yeah, I definitely did a lot of little smooches. Yeah. Oh, smooch. You're a smooch. King, does, you're a that king doesn't smooch, count. right? Dude, but dude, king isn't smooch. that so crazy how like a smooch back in the day meant the fucking world? Yeah, it was marriage. And now we do front butt and back butt stuff. <laughs> oh my God. episode right there. <laughs> that, that was season 10, episode 15, Summed the finale. Up. Yeah, but um, an awesome season that had a little bit of a Brian Knights interview, which was awesome. He's electric. Um. Brez is the only person in the world who's had a bad sandwich. Mitch sucks. We had a Derby exclusive, which was awesome. Um, my dad called. We started locker room talk. We started how you doing. Nikola Jokic is God. Aliens have a backbone. James doesn't like summer. <laughs> Aliens again. And probably our best interview so far. Yeah. We got a lot of good feedback on the Geo interview. I even did, and I a lot of people probably came who were from OPRF and probably told you. Yeah. But even I did from people who didn't even know it. But yeah. So I think overall pretty good season. Little a couple new segments that were added. I think how you doing is pretty important. How you doing is definitely um, a good one. 
I like Lock, that one a lot. I think we went through locker room pretty quick because there's only certain, there's so many, there's yeah, so there's little, <laughs> but it's all the same locker yeah. room talk. It's like oh, okay, so I'm gonna see a dick and then we're gonna talk about it. It all starts there, basically. Yeah. Like I don't want to see your penis, <laughs> like, and you just, can't towel with people. Just yeah, bottom line, well, I really hope no one's doing that yeah. in locker rooms now. Yeah, like I the, guess we didn't talk about that much. No, like. High school locker room talk. High school locker room talk was different, dude. Uh, one, like, swimming is the craziest workout. Two, I'm so glad I wasn't a swimmer. Yeah. Here's the thing. We don't shower naked like everybody else. We got fucking suits for that. I haven't showered yeah, naked but, in 10 years. I mean, <laughs> You're never nude. Hanging out, with, hanging out with you guys in high school around, like, a damp towel was one of the scariest things I had to go through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We could make it hurt. Yeah, it like wasn't bad. good, dude. Yeah, yeah. Ew, bro. Lucky that's the way you smirked. And yeah. Said that. yeah, that sounded pretty weird. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was just lucky that you guys didn't know how to run on land, so I was very easily. Yeah, so fast. Problem solved. So slow on Problem solved. I take three hard steps, and I'm a mile away from these swimmers. That is crazy that they could probably catch you if you were running on the side of the pool and they started swimming. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, they're just Get so them on fast. land, though? No. No shot. But, yes, great season. I think we had a lot of good interviews, and we'll have a couple more great ones in season 11. But well done. Congratulations, guys. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Shout out. Um, there's only one thing that I'm hoping for in the next season since we are a 50% sports podcast that one of these things has something to do with Chicago sports in season 11 recap. <laughs> positive happening. Yeah, some positive That's crazy that just talk. clicked in my head. Yeah, that we haven't had any success <laughs> as a city. We, we have not talked. I mean, B- Bedard. We had Bedard getting drafted. That yeah, was pretty but that's much. like. <laughs> oh, we got rewarded for sucking? Awesome. No, I'm not going to be mad about that. I love the fact that we are number one pick town now. I, I, we already went over that. Like, you never want to be the potential team forever. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I kind of like it right now. My, my Uber driver yesterday, like, we were talking like hockey, and he's a Red Wings fan. He's like, no, he's like, it just baffles me. The Hawks go into the biggest scandal in NHL history. They lose Patrick Kate, and they just get another generational player right away. Dude, it's, it's a lottery. <laughs> That's what it's here for. Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, Gary Bettman loves the Hawks. I would rather win the lottery than have the Blackhawks win it, but, you know, you take what you can get. Mm. Be really cool if we won the lottery. Brady's Barley Bewilderments and questions this week. Um, I guess there's no real bewilderment. Oh, yeah, I guess there is. Um, why do we eat corn? It's so good. It's delicious. I agree, but, like, it can't. Well, I guess it's it's more just it's a great vessel to make delicious, you know? Like corn itself, you need I to like put some way, butter on it. I like the way you said that. Thank you. Sorry. You should be a salesman for corn because you just <laughs> sold right away. James, do I'm you, telling you. Do you really want me to dive into this? Yeah, let's do it. This is like my whole job, dude. <laughs> no, no. I think <laughs> I you guys corn are really, prices all day. I think you're really missing the point of why I'm asking this. It comes um, out of your poop in the same. Right. So there's no, is there a n- nutritional value? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> How? There is protein and... But it comes right out the same way it went in. It, except it's deflated. The only thing you're still looking <laughs> so at is the I. shell. <laughs> I'm deflated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is just the... Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I'd have to investigate further. Dude, but elote? <laughs> come on, get real. Oh, corn's fucking awesome. That's I why, fucking love corn. It's delicious. Yeah, dude, it's the best. But I guess it's just like, why do we eat a lot of things? But corn... 
It's healthy. No, corn is the only thing that consistently comes out the same way when it went in. Whoa, holy shit. I um, guess that's the bewilderment. Why does that happen? Justin Herbert just got a $262.5 million deal for five years. Sorry, quick. Uh, Do not think he's worth it, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, he basically got the Mahomes deal, except I don't think half heard the duration. <laughs> James said he wanted to talk about it later. Sorry. <laughs> James, that was the most assertive you've been in a long time. No, I mean, I, we're, we're talking about bewilderments right now, not football. <laughs> All right. Um, I just I needed it. to move off this question because I guess it's really dumb. Yeah, um, it is. Dermatologists say you should shower only two to three times a week. I shower, Bullshit. I shower twice a day. I shower almost three times a day. Yeah, James, you are ridiculous when it comes to showers. I like, love that's taking a, showers. It's that's like my, a known fact. Though. It's, like, it, it's my zen. Like I, like, I took a shower when I got home last night. Yeah. No, I will piggyback off that with uh, Pat, though. Like We are nuts for showering twice a day. 100% we are, but I love it. I know, me too. We do a we're lot not of things. Stop. We're nuts for doing a lot of things. And that's uh, one of them. That's very true. Yeah, but it's always like, oh, where's James? Probably showering before he comes to meet us. But it was such a shock yeah. to hear in my head that like cleaning yourself is bad for you. Wait, like your hair or just completely? Because I feel like if you don't shower every day, you smell like a ball sack. I would for sure. 100%. Like I wake up in the morning, I have to shower. And, you know, I showered again before I came here and probably going to go home, eat dinner, and then shower after dinner. I secrete all the time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I shower at least once a day. Yeah, so that's like, like, another part of why I think it's not just they're saying that you shouldn't even shower once a day. I don't Could wash you imagine my every day, though. going into the office knowing you're the rep of, oh, that guy stinks, he doesn't shower every day. Yeah. But also, no like, way. when I get in, say it's like the second time, 90% of the time, I'll still use soap and shampoo because I feel like, what's the point of getting in here and just rinsing off, even though I know it's probably better for my skin to do that? You, I, I, I have to use soap and shampoo every time. Okay, I, yeah. I understand like a rinse, but like every time I have to. Yeah, I'm the same way. You shampoo three times a day. How do you That's, still have hair? Yeah, the, the, your hair should be That's gone. why it's so voluptuous. Dermatologists are dumb. I also wear a hat, too, 99% of the yeah, time. so it's like, why are you wearing... What are we doing here? What are you what doing, What are James? we doing here? Dude, you're going to go from zero to Paul Canerco in, like, 10 seconds. Don't you put that magic on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you put Speaking that... Speaking of what are we doing here, I've talked about it a little bit before, but I've just solidified that I'm the type of guy who doesn't do things that you don't have to do. I forget what we were talking about. I think it was, like... I think it was skydiving. Someone was like, I can't, I kind of want to go skydiving. And I was like, was I will never fucking ever do it. Yeah, I want to. It, I mean, like, these ideas were invented based on, like, military formats. And now people do them for fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, parkour, why would you ever do that? <laughs> parkour seems fun. What? If you, like, know how to do it. Like, I'm, I'm not saying, like, from the office when they do it. Yeah, they, but here's the thing, James. If you fuck up. And you break your leg. You have no one to blame other than yourself because you thought that day when you woke up, you wanted to go climb shit. Nux this. That I'm gonna I'm gonna learn parkour in a week and I'll show you next week. If I, you do that, I will I will skydive. James. <laughs> Done. Done. I appreciate your well being. 
It's not worth it. I just want to see Brady skydive. I want to see you parkour. You know, dude, I want to see you parkour more than I want to see Brady skydive. If we had like a camera right now, I would start parkouring all over the See, that's the thing. You would would attempt to. Yeah, you would parkour like the office. You'd be like, no, you shouldn't parkour like that. And then you're doing, you're just saying the word parkour and like jumping. Oh, I would definitely yell parkour the whole time. You got to do some sick parkour. Like 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 roof to roof shit. Yeah. Oh, I'll do some roof to roof shit. (laughs) I'm feeling dangerous. I feel dangerous. Um, the other thing we were talking about a little bit in the chat, and it has to do with sports, but can you think of, like, a better feeling than a DH hitting a home run in their first at-bat? Because then they just get to watch the game in the front row, and they can, in today's MLB, all you have to do is hit a home run. You have a, you're having a great fucking game in right. MLB standards. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do anything for the next eight innings. You're also getting paid millions of dollars and then you get to watch the best players in your sport play front row. And you don't even have to play defense. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fuck up. I would love to be a DH. You basically showed up, did your job, you're coasting. But then like if you homer in your first at bat because you're so relaxed, I feel like you're going to get another hit. Yeah. Like right. you'll just run into something. You're just so. easing into it like perfectly. Yeah, yeah, but like you're saying you would love to be a DH. What if you go over four? I would feel like the most useless person on planet Earth. You're literally the designated hitter. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't hit shit. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's the same way as like when you're a pitcher, if you let up four runs in the first inning. It's like, what what are we actually doing for you? What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah but as a pitcher, if you strike the first three out in the first inning, you still got to go back out there and do it for the next four or five innings. That's true. As a DH, you can just go back and sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. I think uh, you're talking Schwarber, right? Like being the leadoff DH and then hitting that first. Yeah, but I was watching the Twins game and it happened to be Bucks and it was against the Sox. Sorry, but (laughs) that was what got me to think about it. Against who? The White Sox. Mm. Our guys. Not, so I don't know why I'm saying sorry to you guys. I'm not, sorry for myself. Yeah, not for always ride with you guys. Hold on. Time out. I, I, I have to go on work. a tangent here. The Meg 2 commercial is on right now. And this guy is James, give me Jason his name. Statham. Jason Statham. He can do a lot of things. He's fighting a 50 foot. Three ton shark on a fucking wave runner. <laughs> like at a certain point, we gotta get real. <laughs> I don't think. Dude, we did do. you see him in Lethal Weapon? <laughs> no, he was a badass. <laughs> I don't care. This guy's on a wave runner throwing spears <laughs> at a fifty foot three ton shark. At the Megalodon. Who is going to see that? I'll go see it. A bunch of simpletons. Oh, thanks, Brez. (laughs) Thanks, Brez. Thanks, Brez. Boom, roasted. Your ass is walking to your parents after this. Oh, Oh, man. That's a tough break for me. I just couldn't believe it. Enjoy the heat. (laughs) All right. Who you want to be? DH. Who you don't want to be? Jason Statham. Because he's getting fucking eaten for sure. Or else I'm going to the movie theaters and boycotting the movie. I would love to see you just sitting outside saying, this movie's bullshit. It's not real. (laughs) It is not based on a true story. (laughs) If that's not CGI, then I don't know what is. Megalodon's real, dude. Literal Lenny's going to be my new name, and I'm just going to boycott movies. (laughs) Literal Lenny. That's good. Change all your social media to literal Lenny. I might. Okay. Um, speaking of movies, yeah, uh, big weekend in in the box in office. The box office in the cinema world. Barbenheimer is what people are calling it. Kind of like it. Um, 
they combined a take of $235.5 million domestically and $511 million total worldwide. Barbenheimer has officially broken several box office records. How many times are you going to say keep just saying Bar- Barbenheimer? I've said it about 106 times in my head today. <laughs> it's yeah, it's but the one thing I love, like you know, I haven't seen any of the movies. You guys haven't seen anything yet, have you? I oh, saw Barbie. God, cool. what do we think? It was fine. That's a, like yeah, like it's good. Everyone said Will Ferrell was fine. the best part. It was fine. Mm. I, it's got a lot of good reviews. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I heard Will Ferrell's the best was part. It fine or was it good? It was fine and good. Fine and, fine and dandy. Fine and good. I, I was trying to get I, you off here. Yeah. No, I like. I enjoyed it. I it's a it was a fun watch for me. But I, I more so wanted to see Oppenheimer. But because um, you're a fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah. That's I what see guys shit do. Blow up, dude. There was not one explosion in Barbie. Sorry, spoilers. I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> Other than in your pants. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So many feet, dude. Speaking of explosions of pants, feet. I was talking to my roommate about he was going to go on a date to go see it, and it was his first date, and I was like, I feel like that'd just be an awkward first date to take dude. a girl to go watch, and you're oh. watching Margot Robbie, and you're just sitting there with your jaw dropped the whole entire time. <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah. also, movie first dates, ridiculous. Like, a yeah, yeah. dinner in a movie, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous that that's a first date. You know what? For our first date, let's not talk to each other. And if you talk, I immediately don't want to go on a second date with you. Right. <laughs> if we're in the movie and you try to talk to me, this is done. We're over. So save that for like ninth date. I agree. We're just going to max up the tension and potentially hold hands three quarters of the way through when an emotional mo- point in the movie hits. Uh, all you're going to say is like, all you're going to say is like, uh, you're like, oh, do you want more popcorn? All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or do and you want another soda? Cool. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not poking a hole in the bottom of the p- popcorn. The last place I want to get a bone piece is in the movies. (laughs) So, like, 15-year-old me. it happens every time. Yeah, if some girl, like, reached over and grabbed my hand during the movie, and I'm 15, I'm like, oh, well, now I'm just uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think about this fucking movie. All my blood's in my pee sheet. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, grabs your hand, and you just slowly, like, move it away. Yeah. Yeah, Not not right now, sweetheart. I'm in the zone. I promise this is because your hand and not not Margot Robbie. (laughs) Another thing about... Barbie, like, when I went to go see it, there were, like, the amount of costuming or outfits that are worn to the movie is outrageous. You couldn't pay me to not wear shorts and a sweatshirt to the movie theater ever. I agree. Like, if uh, I saw the, like, platform heels, like, the big puffy hats and, like, a lot of... Pink scarves. Like, yeah, scarves and stuff. Regardless of, I understand, and I'm not knocking anybody. All I'm saying is that when I go to the movie theater, and now that Lake has the comfy seats, the enjoyment of the movie is based on what you're wearing. Yeah, it's also cold in movie theaters too. It's oh my god, a hoodie! Come on, get real. I'm gonna say something offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Pull pull up a chair, folks. Pull up a chair. (laughs) If you dress up to a movie. You're probably on a spectrum. <laughs> Jesus. No, don't dress up. To... Brez, I can't wait till your kids like dress up to go to movies. Brez, I'm so proud of you right now. Not for what you said, but for, for prefacing it. I'm going to say something offensive. I'm going to come. <laughs> uh, it is. It's a, it's a wild move because like I, I wear like Crocs. 
my gym shorts and a long sleeve to the movie every time. You're in a dark fucking room who's seeing your costume, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I have a quick question that may be offensive as well, but I'm this is the offensive finale. It's not really. <laughs> it were fit. Fuck you and everything you like, dude. Is there much more to it than the beautiful faces of Ryan Gosling and um Margot Robbie. It's a cool storyline for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because I saw a bunch of people talking about it, and then you know how it gets taken out of context, and then that's all people talk about is like, oh, it's a woman lead, and it's fantastic for the film. But I, yeah, no, we can I, be real here on this podcast. For No, actually, like I had no idea what Barbie, like what the storyline was going to be like, uh, as opposed to like Oppenheimer, where you're like, okay, I kind of get the gist of it. Well, you we know, know I happens. had history class, yeah. you know. Um, but with Barbie, I was like, well, what's the what's the plot? Mm-hmm. Like, what's gonna be the thing? And that's how naive I was about it. And then once I, I think that's why I actually enjoyed the watch was because I had no idea what the plot and arcs were gonna be and why they were gonna be. I love it. That's how I never watch previews. Yeah, I know you hate trailers. <laughs> yeah, you do not like trailers at all. I want to be. <sighs> Obviously, I want to be blown away, which I know Pat has a problem with, which is fine. That's okay. We're not always going to agree. But I also want to be shocked. <laughs> so you want no context None. going into Oh, well, I mean, listen, I know Barbie's a doll. <laughs> yeah, but she now is. she's real. I'm boycotting Barbie, too. <laughs> not real. <laughs> Literal when he's back. Literal when he's back. Oh, after, yeah. after 10 minutes, he's back. Yeah. So that's what I've been hearing a lot of, though. That It's just fun. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It is a cool watch. So, uh, recommend. I still want to see Oppenheimer, and I need to see it in the theater. I think I'm going to see it tomorrow night. I think the worst review I saw of it was like a 9-2. Yeah. Tough. I also had a terrible preface of Oppenheimer a couple episodes ago about something that just entirely wasn't even in the movie. So, I got to eat crow on that. What'd you say? There was a 20-minute sex scene. Oh, (laughs) right, yeah. I don't think you said that on here. No, he did. I oh. do. Yeah. I think I would have remembered. <laughs> I prefaced it as a full episode of Always Sunny. Well, I just, why would there have been a 20 minute sex scene? That's why I was like, why would anyone do <laughs> Who that? Who duped you that badly? <laughs> One of my friends said it, and I just blindly bought it. That would be fucking hilarious if he was like totally joking. Like, <laughs> yeah. if he didn't get that from another article or something. <laughs> He just started making up that rumor. What a crazy thing to fucking make up. Yep, and I just That's ran awesome. with it. Yeah. I love it, though. It's like when you hear, like, one stat about a player, and then that's the only thing you know, and you'd be like, oh, no, you don't like that guy? He does this, this, and that. And then you're like, I don't think he does. Yeah, I don't think that's true. <laughs> like, God, dude, no. as long as you sound convincing. And that's, fine. like, what fantasy is about. Brez has all those things, and I'm like, oh, A.J. Dillon last year. Everybody wanted him in this pod. Yeah. yeah, I also said David Nwaba gets triple doubles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you just run with one thing. Brady's done with. I had AJ Dillon on every single one of my teams. <laughs> yeah, every time I hear the name AJ Dillon, I'd start laughing. Everyone laughed at me when I picked him. I was like, "No, I got the inside information." Yeah, taking him in the sixth round. Yeah, I think it earlier than that. I'm gonna <laughs> buy him again this year. Fuck it. I think I took him before Aaron Jones got drafted. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Fuck off. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and now this year I'm not going to listen to him and his fucking sleeper's going to go crazy. Yeah. Whatever. You got, I just got to stop thinking that things did, are going to go well and did, I think I'll be fine. Didn't you have first pick last year? Yep. 
Weren't you the worst team? Yep. <laughs> James, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, James, that was real rude. <laughs> I think I was second worst, so it's cool. Yeah. It does it doesn't take away the fact that you just fucking put me in a body bag and you're supposed to be on my side. <laughs> True, sorry. Whatever, right. I'm a Sox fan now, anyways. Yeah, sports talk. All right, Lenny. This guy is <laughs> This guy's on another level right uh, now. Little WNBA check in. For the fellas and yep. the ladies. Yep. Um, the ladies uh, in Chicago are just kind of doing their thing. You know, they're not. They're not good. They're just right kind of there. Yeah, they're nine and thirteen. It's not stellar right now, but I mean, it's a rebuild. We got nine wins. Let's talk. Let's count them and we'll keep them there. But we're playing the Aces right now, and uh, we're only down three. And uh, the Aces have two losses. Yeah, and total. they are a month apart from each other. Hmm. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. to loot. Yeah, you should be. Bless you. <laughs> um, bless you. <laughs> to just think about this. I mean, like you're playing a professional sport and you don't you lose m- every month. Like even in the NFL that's good. Yeah. If you're going 3 and 1 every month in the NFL. Yep. It's crazy. That's, that's great. Solid. They're they're really good. Yeah, they're so good. And um I mean, if we didn't have uh Clay Copper right now. Um, I mean, Marbury's doing well, but Clay Copper. Yeah, they're they're nine and eleven, and it's like, are they not doing shitty enough? That's the only thing I guess you could really be mad about is that they're not losing enough. But you want them to compete. There's only ten teams in the WNBA. Like you're never really going to tank, right? So they're just meh. And yeah, that's okay. We got a championship. Yeah, we now did. we have Dwayne Wade. Yeah. We're going to be fine. It's well, going to be a good couple of years. Has, has D. Wade uh, yeah. reached out to you yet about coordinating for the Sky game? No, he hasn't. That's and cool. I, I, I get it. He's got, he's got new, newly, newly acquired assets that he needs to lay out logistically. But he should be rolling out the red carpet for you. Uh, I would think so. But it hasn't happened yet. And uh, I think it's going, under, it's going by the wayside. And I, I'm, I'm not confident in um, getting reached out to just yet. Well, okay, excuse me. <laughs> Powder blue carpet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, switching over to the men. <laughs> I get it. I'm I'm passionate. I'm probably a little annoying about it, the Bulls. And yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I have written down is leave me alone. Pat's not leaving me alone, and he doesn't need to be because he holds me uh, accountable. And he, I hold you to a high standard, and I and, need you there. And you're keeping me in the real world. Yep. But there has already been four or five times since the Lonzo Ball news has come out where I've been having a conversation with somebody I don't know with somebody that I know next to me and someone will bring up the name Lonzo Ball and I'll just go fucking mute. And they'll be like, they'll look at him. Serious serious conversation like, oh, you can't talk about that with him. Your own own father told me not to talk about Lonzo Ball around you. It's so bad. (laughs) Dude, I had the exact same thing happen. One of my clients is in Germany, huge Bulls fan. And he just goes, oh, that Lonzo news. It's a very big bummer. And I was just like, I really hope he talks like that. He does. He's He's from from Germany. He's literally from Germany. (laughs) His name is Hans. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. Such a bummer. Lonzo is a great word to say in the German accent. Yes. Lonzo. Pick some up, Um, So that sucks. But I also saw a mock trade that I didn't throw in here that... um, 
the Heat have a potential way to get Damian Lillard and Yusef Nurkic without giving up Tyler Hero? In what universe? Um, it's about six of their role players and like three or four picks. So like a shitty fantasy football trade that no one would ever accept? I don't know. I mean, you're reaching a point where one of them are someone's gonna have to do something for Damian Lillard eventually. Again, it's the same thing. It's like, well, here's my entire bench for your best player. Do you want it? Yeah. No one's gonna say yes to you that. need depth. I mean, they're the desperation <laughs> you could tell is just kicking him for them right <laughs> oh now. Oh my god. I looked at it and I was like, this looks pretty fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I think that Dame Whenever you request a trade, it's like, okay, so now I have to, right? Right. So you're not you're kind of putting the team in a shamble regardless. So at some point, Portland's just got to eat it, agree to disagree with the fact that he wants out. And, I mean, you paid Jeremy Grant $9,000 million, and now you're going to let Damian Lillard walk for a bag of chips and another Jeremy Grant. But my thing is what what takes the heat? To the next level. What did they do this offseason to take them to the NBA championship? Nothing. Right. So they have to do something as well. Like the Heat and the Trailblazers are both handcuffed. So something crazy is going to come from it. They need a three-team trade where Adam Silver steps in and whatever the third team is that gets cucked into oblivion basically gets a handshake deal that they're going to get, you know, a couple extra balls in the lottery for the next couple of years. Or oh, their their ball will be cold. Bryce, just to give me a universe where the Bulls get Ben Simmons. Mm. That's what we're talking about, well, James. Well, oh if God. Ben Simmons... <laughs> if t- the NBA had contracts similar to the NFL running backs, potentially. If I had to watch Ben Simmons because I couldn't watch Lonzo Ball, I'd actually fucking cry. I'm getting emotional right now thinking about the fact. <laughs> I know how happy it would yeah, make you. Dude. I know. Tears of joy. Tears of joy. Oh oh fuck you guys dude. with this Ben Simmons. Dude, I'm telling you, like, like when Cliff brought it up, it's like Ben Simmons. I'm like, I don't know. Then I'm like, fuck, maybe I do like it. Now I'm so in on him going to the Bulls. He's I doing this it. on purpose. Yeah, because it's great. It's yeah. something. It's something. Okay. <laughs> the it's I can't wait till it happens. You guys are gonna eat so much shit from me once it happens. I'm getting three Ben Simmons jerseys. I think, dude, he's gonna average eight points, twelve assists, and nineteen boards. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna look perfect. <sighs> That's gonna be so sick, dude. I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And See, you're trying to talk yourself into eight, it. I shut up, that. James. <laughs> eight points and zero for nine from the three. How can you not want that on your team? Is he even <laughs> shot nine three? Oh, you're talking about a whole season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That was a good one. That was good. Uh, no, he's going to be an all-star, and he's going to be um, on the podcast because I'm the only one who's backed him. James is on your side, too, man. Yeah, I know. Well, Don't no, forget. Cliff was from the start, and it took me as, like about a, maybe 10 minutes to come around. <laughs> yeah. It's you, James, and Ben Simmons. <laughs> no, the, no, he doesn't even he believe, doesn't in believe himself. himself. He does yeah. not. He doesn't even care. He doesn't even know that he's a professional basketball player. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's still out there. Ben Simmons hitting somehow Jalen Brown's $500 million contract in Chicago. Yeah, I hope you guys manifest it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would still let Zach Levine go yesterday if it meant we got Jalen Brown on this team. What a hot take. 
<laughs> I, fuck it. I'll give him Zach Levine and, well, and Patrick Williams. Well, everything's going to be fucking colder than fucking yeah. Ben Dude, Simmons that's, that's being like an, an all-star in Chicago. That's like Keep James's would you rather. Would you rather stub your toe every morning or have a million dollars in your bank account every Tuesday? Ah, my toe, my toe can't use get stubborn. <laughs> that's a tough question. That's a tough one. James, don't ever say something that silly ever again. Yeah, okay, you don't gotcha. want to stub you toe. Never, your toe never deserves that. Um, a human being never deserves that either, unless they're a shithead. Unless so. they're, like, against us. Yeah, of course, obviously. Still in the basketball realm, not the NBA quite yet, but uh, Bronny James suffered cardiac arrest today. Yeah, scary, man. Uh, real scary him. stuff. He, uh, he's stable now, which is great, and apparently little Bronny had a heart thing as a kid, and LeBron kept it under wraps for a while. Are so, you getting a little bit duped right now? Maybe. Did you read the comments under that? Nope. Somebody just texted it in a group chat, and I thought I'd say it. Yeah, so it was, <laughs> that's how I got my Oppenheimer take. So nice. it was on Twitter, and someone said that on Twitter, and then the next comment was from that person saying, what LeBron James will say to save face for him having the boosters or vaccinations or whatever. That's all everybody on Twitter is talking about. It may be true. Dude. But that's just what I saw as well. Interesting. Oh, man. Can't trust the internet. Fucking rude. The internet tells COVID. It sounds awful, but I'm really hoping he did have a hard thing as a kid because I can't take any more of that talk on Twitter. It just ruins everything. It does. It does ruin everything, but glad he's Fuck stable. The talk on Twitter. Hope the kid is all right. 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 Of course. Yeah. Just say, like, hey, hope for the... Like, yeah. Twitter is just the internet. Like, it's just brutal. It, but we were talking about in our group chat as well. It's just like, it's something that's going to be on his mind every time he goes out to play basketball now, and I hope he can get over it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you just want nothing but the best for him. You want the hard out response? Sure. It's something he loves. He's going to die doing it. Yeah. No, of, of course. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's not just like anything. It's like when you suffer that ACL on a non-contact preseason, and then you got to come back the next year. Yeah, and then he's basketball. Except it's your heart. Basketball, obviously, right. in his life, and and he's been doing it for forever. It could just be like riding a bike again. I'm not. I'm sure it's not going to be as easy, and there's going to be a little bit of training wheels. But then eventually, it just becomes riding a bike, and you forget. But it'll be hard, and I hope he can do it. Agreed. Yeah. I did. <laughs> Cool. Nobody um, wanted. <laughs> I, I don't think there's much more to add. But like, if they took away the scholarship. LeBron can afford it. Why would they? Why, yeah, why would they take it away? Because he can't play. If he can't play, oh. you know. <laughs> I, was, I don't know where I was going yeah. with that one. What are we doing here? Yeah, what, are you, uh, what are we doing here? NFL. Uh, sure. 431. Hut. Hut. What? Bear Super Bowl. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, running backs are in flux, and there was... A, a talk, Austin Eckler got everybody together, I guess, and he was talking about how everybody should exaggerate injuries if they don't get signed. I write that down. Three seconds later, Saquon gets signed to one year, $11 million. But we will get to that from besides that. I hate the fact that the idea of exaggerating injuries is out there, but I still wouldn't blame them if they did it. Like, say Saquon didn't get signed. It, it just sucks that it's gotten to that point where they're even, like, bringing that up. I understand. It's something that needs to be addressed in the next collective bargaining agreement, whether it's providing incentive-laden contracts that don't count against the cap or 
you know, basically just providing a higher base salary for the position, which won't happen. I mean, from a risk standpoint, from like ownership, I get it. It's like providing somebody flood insurance that lives in New Orleans. It's an inevitability. Mm -hmm. You can't like basically give the cash away. In Saquon's instance, excuse me, I don't really feel that bad for him because they offered him twenty six million fully guaranteed for two years, and he turned it down. He just fundamentally like misunderstood what the market was. He wanted more than what Christian McCaffrey got. That's not happening again. That was a bad contract. That's basically what Lamar Jackson was opining for to get. I mean, fully guaranteed, they're never going to do that. What does opining mean? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What opining means is like pressing for it super hard, like unrelentingly. Okay. I'm just reaching out for the other people. I knew what it meant. (laughs) He he was trying to help me out. He's trying not to embarrass me. I I saw you. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of stuff going on up here. 26 million fully guaranteed. For how many years? For two years. So he lost money. Yeah, that's what he's saying. What I don't I hear what you're saying, but that doesn't. That's why I don't feel bad for on. Saquon. Wow. He misunderstood the, the market. Things you don't know the things they don't tell you. They told they everybody told, told, us told us that <laughs> they told I, us that like immediately. <laughs> I thought he was gonna make like three million next year. Three million? Yeah. No, you're he's making goofball. he's making thirteen million. He signed an eleven million dollar contract and got a two million dollar. Right, but what bonus. would he have been making if he didn't sign? Ten million. Okay, fuck these running backs then. No, not fuck the running backs. The running backs are now getting paid the same as kickers. Okay, okay. I think that's what finally triggered in my mind the math there. But with situations like Saquon and Christian McCaffrey, I just, I don't think this should happen. But for the other, like, 28 running backs in the league, I can totally understand why they don't want to pay them. They're expendable. They are. I know. I mean, we had Khalil Herbert, who was a sixth-round pick that nobody would have expected, come and lead the league, lead the league in yards per carry. How like, mad do you think Jerry Jones is to finally figure out that running backs are extend- expendable? He kind of <laughs> did. He spent so much money on it before, though. Like, he's overpaid running backs for the past 12 years. Because he's an Seriously. old man. I know. I'm saying, how mad do you think he is? He's a guy with a ton of money who seems to like to save it, too. Yeah. Wait, speaking yeah. of, like, is Zeke still not on a team? Nope, neither is Delvin Cook, and I don't think Delvin Cook will get signed. Because really? he's demanding $5 million guaranteed. No one is going to give him that. He's going to sign a deal a quarter of the way through the season for a vet minimum and fucking pull his hamstring first game. Yeah, he's getting up in age and too many injuries, so I agree And he's also got, you know, a pending court case with testimony under oath of domestic violence that's Pretty bad. That, that, that'll do the trick. Yeah, that'll also contribute to not getting signed. Yeah, I'm not going to draft him. So I take back You're everything I said about draft the running backs, and I, now I think they're being selfish. I don't think they're being selfish. I think that the league is kind of doing them a disservice for how much they lean on them versus what they're willing to put forth to pay them. Well, the reason... I, I don't think they're selfish, obviously, but... I think all NFL money should be guaranteed. There's too many injuries in the game to do that. That's exactly why it should be guaranteed. 
That's a great The Bulls point. literally had to take out an insurance clause for Lonzo Ball. The NBA contracts are fully guaranteed. Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball. I didn't say anything. Don't look at me. Yeah, I mean, guys, so running backs definitely, <laughs> we've known every name of a running back that does well. We but if you look talking at, about the NBA. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was kind of to drive the stake home. I'm sorry. Don't Whatever, apologize, Lonzo Ball. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Energy's going down a little bit, guys. Got to pick it up. No, 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 no. I, I didn't talk on purpose. <laughs> I go mute. Yes, you do. You're a swirling dervish. Keep going. Uh, running back. What is a dervish? <laughs> what are you guys saying? Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. We know every running back that does well due to them in our fantasy, like, love. And for looking at their, like, gross income comparatively to, like, I don't know, Braylon Edwards' career. You know, like the random wide receiver who has four good years, has a contract extension during that time. You're like, okay, so you're telling me DeMarco Murray and Braylon Edwards had like the same amount of net income. It's like uh, DeMarco Murray led the league in rushing for, what, a year and a half? A cup of coffee. Right. So for these guys not to be like – Given any sort of gratitude from the people that run the team and run the organization is something that has been a problem forever. Yeah. Right? And so not saying that, like, when you're in college and you're a running back, you're not just going to switch to wide receiver because you can't. All they're asking for is to be treated like the team uses them. And the usage that they get year in and year out should be worth more money because on that first down and 10 – into two second down and one it's like okay i'm going right back to him right and so for them to just get about the same amount of money as a kicker you kind of look at it and be like okay so we're using him and his entire body every other play would the kicker be able to do their job without the running back would anybody be able to do their job without the running back no so that's the only thing and sure they are expendable with the amount of money being thrown around in sports right now, and everything comes back to Jeremy Grant because what the fuck, dude? Yeah, I love you're going to take that one to your grave. $108 million for Jeremy Grant, and we can't give Saquon Barkley triple digits? Yeah. Not that he deserves it, whatever. Like, it's a shit ton of money. But $11 million for the one of the best running backs in the league, but Jeremy Grant in a different league is making $108 and we can have the whole WNBA talk too. But the money that these guys are getting for what they put their body through for three downs out of a series, every play, whatever, however I want to word that in the correct way, it's ridiculous. So nobody puts their body through as much contact as a running back. So give like raise the minimum. Yeah, of course. And the only problem is, is like I couldn't figure out a running back like a mainstay name running back of the last what 10 15 Super Bowl winners cuz there aren't but I know that's also the Dude, point wow you're right and like, like even James, the teams James that White. made it there Todd Gurley the Rams they put up three fucking points yeah didn't he like not like, even really play no cuz he had a degenerative knee right like, don't fucking say it like Lonzo Ball yeah, Jesus 
Oh, don't. Oh, I thought you said say oh, it. Sorry. You're going to be it's the reason Pat, that we go silent for 10 minutes. <laughs> Pat, and that's fine. Pat, Pat, you want to wear that? Wear that. Pat, it's opposite day, so. Yeah. Shut up, James. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I you look, Casey, Isaiah Pacheco. Who's that? Exactly. <laughs> Seventh round draft pick. Right. So I understand, but again, the reason teams win games in the regular season and have that fighting chance is due to these random running backs like Khalil Herbert. So I understand both arguments. Yeah, that's that you why can I'm just saying that's hard. Go get another one. I it's just tough. Like you just you pretty much put these guys kneecaps on the line and just barely pay them anything. Yeah, the reason I'll solidify it on on my end what I would vote for, I would vote for the running backs to get more money and the reason that I'm saying that is because they're the most underpaid Athletes as an organization between the MLB, NBA, and NFL, I think the NFL would probably be the lowest. Would everybody agree upon that? Probably, yeah. Because Jeremy Grant's getting one hundred eight million, mm-hmm. and Saquon Barkley may not make that in his career. Exactly. So I think with how much money the NFL makes, you just reach a percentage of how much needs to go back to players, and then I think we'll see that number rising for running backs. Can I can I give you my armchair solution? It's a graduated pay scale determined by how many singular touches somebody with a running back designation has. So somebody like Derrick Henry, who's carrying the ball 350 times a year and is always going to have the most carries, should get paid the most. Somebody, like, basically scale their payouts to the risk that you're exposing them to. Sure. So if, I mean, if you're even passing to a guy like Austin Eckler, he gets goal line touches. Those are some of the most violent plays in football because right. they're fighting to stop you from gaining an inch. Right. Yeah, but then you're going to have to pay your offensive lineman a trillion dollars. They already do. I don't think so. Left tackles are like the seventh highest paid the, the position. The best left tackles, yeah. But then you're going to have to pay fucking Sam Mustafer a trillion dollars based on how many times he gets fucking hit every play. Sam Mustafer has out-earned Christian, or not Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. Okay, fair. <laughs> I just had a. It's just it it, like this is exactly what's going on. It's just everything's going in a circle. It's like, okay, so we could give Saquon more money or we could draft that six-round guy and hope to God that he's faster than everybody else. Yeah, just if hope you don't like want to pay him, don't give him the ball as much. Right. That's like what my right, like, like armchair system is basically equating to. Okay. Yeah, and who am I going to draft in the second round? That's what, that's what. Like Nick Chubb, nobody knows what he makes. Yeah, no one's <laughs> fucking talking about that. Right. But he, did you see the pictures of him running track in high school? And did you see the fucking video of him squatting a bajillion pounds? He built, the bar? He's built different. Dude, the bar's bending. I would love Dude, for I them to get paid more. Waist, I'm, and I'm sick and tired sure of wouldn't fit the, in my pants. Four running backs being good for fantasy every year. And then the other fucking 28 teams have nine running backs. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm a simple-minded man. Every team, RB1. Then you got 32 options. Then you can go get fucking Sam Darnold. Fucking <laughs> round MVP. one. And get MVP. <laughs> get MVP Darnold at a steal. First round. First overall. I'm taking him one. I don't, dude. I can't. The God dude, Emperor would, quarterback of the United States. I would walk around like the biggest fucking douchebag for the rest of my life. If what? Sam Darnold wins MVP. When, when he wins MVP. 
But you already got your future locked oh, in. Oh, I have five. <laughs> <laughs> I keep taking it. I just, <laughs> I, just, I just picture you waking up the going. 49ers are the only team that have three quarterbacks listed to win MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Darnold's the lowest. <laughs> Like, there's such a good chance that Trey Lance plays the first eight weeks till Brock Purdy comes back. <laughs> there's a chance I took an MVP <laughs> who doesn't play a snap this year. <laughs> I think that's great value. <laughs> but the worst thing that could happen is, like, he has a really good year, but Mahomes is just Mahomes and beats him. Right. Like, and then you're like, it should have been Darnold. I know. Dude, you should. If that uh, happens, you're going to explode. i got to stop saying stuff out loud. Oh, shit, I'm crying. You should get, like, a consolation funny. payout for that if he's, like, top five in vote. I will cash it out the second it touches over, like, Two hundred dollars. <laughs> Only cash out four of them. Keep Please one of them in don't there. Don't tell Sam that. Yeah, obviously. Keeping <laughs> one of them. That's why I did seven times. Week five. one, Darnold's gonna come out throw like three hundred and sixty yards for touchdowns. Dude, you need to place eighteen of them. So each week, if he keeps doing well, you could just, just continuously cash, cash out. Why would you tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> gonna do it. it was gonna be like thirty dollars down the drain. Now it's gonna be one hundred and eighty. <laughs> It's 10 to win 1,500. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to start looking at MVP odds. I can't stop, dude. I love the NFL so much. It's all I think about. Every, um, every time Wait, Sam did Dar you place any on Justin? No. Not yet? Not yet. Okay. His odds are too good. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fucked up. It's so he's like, fun. He's dude. like ninth. Yeah, because he should be first. I totally agree. Yeah, so you're getting value. Yeah, you're right. I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Brez, <laughs> you, um, what are some sleepers or what do you, what about fantasy? Uh, since we're just starting to do some mock drafts, what, uh, who's your AJ Dillon this year? Um, cause mine's Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> mine is James Cook. Really? I, I mean, due to unfortunate circumstances, Naeem Hines got in a, um, What's it called? He's out for the year, right? Yeah. He is? Yes. What happened? He got in a jet ski accident. He was sitting idle, and somebody hit him. Oh, fuck. He's not, like, in critical condition, but he's in really bad shape. Oh, I had no idea. So he's out for the year. Holy shit. And Prayers up for Naeem Hines. In terms of, like, per carry efficiency, James Cook was the best running back in football last year. Wow. He fumbled on his first touch, and they basically didn't play him for four weeks after that. His, now I remember that, yeah. His, he's Dalvin's younger brother. Hopefully not as big of a shithead. Uh, apologies, but, you know, yeah. contextually it makes sense. Don't hit uh, people. But if he is getting the majority of the touches, sure, they signed Damian Harris. Josh Allen is their goal line back. Josh yeah, Allen is going to rush yeah. it in if they are within two yards. That. Yeah. If they have a receiving back that is also good at carrying the ball, and James Cook's ADP is basically in the sixth round for 12-team leagues. Here's yeah. the thing. Justin Jefferson, for the first time, like a wide receiver is Number the one unanimous yeah. first pick. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey's second. Yeah. Guess who's third? Jamar Chase. Yep. 
Guess who's fourth? Austin Eckler. Tyreek Hill. Is he now fourth? Yeah, but that's Cooper Cup. Yeah. Cooper Cup, when he was healthy, was still the best wide receiver in football, even outpacing Justin Jefferson. Yeah. So, I mean, mean, like... Last year, it was even weird that Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup were being taken in the first round. We were like, holy shit. It's not just running back, running back, running back, running back. Now I got to think about other positions in the first round, too. But, I mean, PPR is making a huge, like, just stride because I remember my first couple of years of fantasy was just like, you don't need a wide receiver because it's standard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only I yards know you count. do. I take yeah. three running backs every first three rounds. Yeah. And then Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, you probably won a lot. This year I'm taking I, Sam Darnold. I actually <laughs> did James a, Cook. <laughs> I was invited to do a real draft today, and I had the first pick. I took Justin Jefferson. My next two picks were Amon Ross St. Brown and Garrett Wilson. I went three wide receivers. You got Garrett Wilson third round? I was the first pick in the third round, but yeah. Oh, see, oh that's not a, Oh, God, that's such a nice place to be. Yeah. <laughs> this Dude, year, I'm talking about, there's so much depth at the wide receiver position and how important it's become and how, how many running backs you can get later on with how much they use them, right? So you got who? Derrick Henry. Christian McCaffrey and Saquon. Eckler. Who else are you going to, and Eckler, who else are you going to reach for? So if Nobody, they're gone, really, Herbert. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is like, if if Tyreek Hill, or if Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, and Christian McCaffrey are off the board, I'm a little bit off of Austin Eckler based on not only his own comments, but his age. I'm taking Nick Chubb. Robinson. I, dude, I think like it's going to turn into like the quarterbacks. Like if you're like, "Oh, I'll wait to get a quarterback cuz I can still get a very good one. There's only 32 of them in the Here's league." Here's the other thing. Sam Darnold be because of how up. significantly the quarterbacks outperformed like the top 5 quarterbacks last year. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts are going in the second That's round. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The, running, yeah. the quarterbacks are turning the running backs, and then running backs are turning the quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. you know like, what? Don't I'll pay, wait on a running back. Don't pay the running backs. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's, <laughs> okay, we're all in that let's, boat now. Let's now switch gears here and base everything like we usually do off of fantasy. I'm going to take Travis Etienne in like the third round maybe, and he's going to make $4.96 all his career. <laughs> Fuck it. You know what? Why not? The first running back I took was the one who got the biggest bag this year. It was Miles Sanders. I took him in the fifth round. But, dude, that's the way it should be. There's two receivers on the team. There's only one running back. Everybody should wait to get him. I got a a guy that I'm slowly falling in love with. Uh Uh-oh. Do tell. Yeah. uh, I don't know if I want to, but I'm going to anyway. Zach Cabernet. Or what's his name? Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Rams? Yeah. No, he's on the Seahawks. That's what I said. Yeah, exactly. Behind (laughs) Kenneth Walker Jr., and Kenneth Walker Jr., I'm hoping that Zach does the same thing that he did Dude, last year, Zach, which is just I like, like that. take the ball. Zach's <laughs> a little bowling ball. He's going to be all around. He's going to be like a little he's Darren Sproles. Dude, the only, he's yeah. big. Oh, Sproles the, is a goat. The only reason I am so in on him was because I read his little snippet when I'm doing like 90 mock drafts in like 30 minutes, thanks to Sleeper. Um, <laughs> In his little snippet, it just goes, he's a modern-day DeMarco Murray. And I go, oh, God. I love that. Hey, but you got to remember DeMarco Murray's career path. Yeah, absolutely. But you got to remember DeMarco Murray's career. You also got to remember Derrick Henry's then, too. Yeah. uh, uh, Right into my point. 
It's great. Yeah, they when were shit when rookie season, when but after that, they were gods. Someone, yeah. When you're comping someone, you always think about the good and the comp. Yeah, absolutely. You never think about the bad. <laughs> but why I also like Charbonnet is that someone brought this up, so don't think that I had this original idea. Um, Kenneth Walker played at Michigan State. Yeah. They didn't throw the ball. They're running back. Yeah. So that's where they're saying that this Charbonnet is going to come in and get a lot of touches because all Kenneth Walker kind of knows how to do is take the ball from the cornerback and run that motherfucker. And he can do that well. He probably never caught a pass. he was one of the most efficient running backs after the catch last year. Right. So he's good at catching the ball. He is good at it. But what does he know best? What they said that they want to do is limit him to 17 touches a game, which is approximately what... what does he do best? Run the ball. There right, we go. and then they're limiting his touches. You don't want your guy, you don't want your number one guy out there catching passes all the time. Like we just talked about, touches equals Injuries. risk. Yep. yep. I like him too, Pat. Yeah, good to get this great guy. guy. <laughs> you know who like the biggest value at running back, I do think, are both of the Detroit running backs oh, because bummer. they're second best wide receiver. Oh, rest in peace at Rocky Words. That stinks. Wasn't he kind of whatever. Keep going. Um, I was going to say he's a little bit of a penis, but... No, he's dead, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess rest We got to keep Brez in um, with blinders on, guys. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, Brez's not funny. <laughs> we need Brez to have those... Whatever a horse has on when they run. You, you can't let Brez see on the outsides. We I'm need the him. We need him the back. only wide receiver that the Lions will have for the first six weeks is Amonra St. Brown, Jamar Gibbs, and David Montgomery. I like that, but I'm also selling all my stock of the Lions. Yeah. And Why? Because not. everybody believes in them again, and they're like the White Sox? We talk, This will be the fourth week in a row, which I don't have a problem with, because <laughs> then everyone's going to go back and be like, oh, Brady's so smart. Jared Goff needs to take another step up. I'm planning on him to regress. But he's still handsome. Wait, if he's taking another <laughs> step... Wait, 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 wait. If he's taking another step up, why would he regress? No, I'm th- saying he's going to regress. Golly, Brez. <laughs> you I'm said dense. you're counting on Jared Goff to take another step So what up. Jared Goff That's did last year... That's why he's selling the stock, is because he doesn't I think... See. You work oh, in the market. I am um, expecting what? him to regress, which is why he's only going to throw to running backs. Well, that's why I mean. I'm just saying I'm staying away from the lines. That's, that's all I'm saying. I, I see where your point comes in, but you're also high on James Cook, and there hasn't been a Bills running back since Marshawn Lynch that did anything of substance. Exactly. I agree. But so. it, it comes back to, like, the Ramondre Stevenson thing. He was, like, the running back six last year on a dog shit offense just because he was the only available person. Are they going to throw Damian Brickhand's Harris the ball. Nice. That guy's got flaccid dicks for fingers. <laughs> he sure does, but I still just fall for the, oh, Alabama. So good at Alabama. Gotta have him. <laughs> what and about then, Georgia? I still have to say sorry about that, even though I shouldn't. So you were 50% last year. You said A.J. Dillon, and I was all in on that. Then you said Ramondre Stevenson. I said, no, fuck that. Damian Harris is going to be running back one for the Patriots. You go, he may not be on the team at the end of the year. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, you were really right about Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, so other than James Cook. Yeah, no, I'm I'm full 180. (laughs) If they don't sign anyone, he's... Who do they have? The backups for Ramondre are Pierre Strong and some kid that I've never heard of in my life. Pierre Strong is so fast. 
Cool. What else can he do? I'm not, dude. All I just said a statement. Why are you getting so defensive? <laughs> I, I did because you were so wrong about AJ Dillon. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Who else so other than James Cook? On him. And that's like the that's the thing is like uh, the only thing when I go into a fantasy draft or like a best ball draft, I'm just targeting like high end wide receivers, basically the first three rounds. Like anywhere throughout this year, it. always the only the only running backs that I want does my early, microphone work <laughs> this year or always this year? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's context that we need. <laughs> Keep going. The only running backs that you want would be obviously if I have one of the first two picks, Christian McCaffrey. Aside from that, the only running back I'll probably take in the first round would be... If you say B. John Robinson, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> hit me. Yeah, he's going to say because he, he catches so many passes and he loves that, which you should. No, I mean, their quarterback's fucking Desmond Ritter. Yeah, dude. They need him. They need him to do anything, and he'll be a, like, he'll basically float in the flat and they can run verts. And basically spread out his own defense, and he's really fucking good. Yeah. Okay, but uh, here... So, okay, so first round, the only running backs I want are Christian McCaffrey, Bijan Robinson, Nick Chubb. In order, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Bijan Robinson. Cool. In the, Nick Chubb in the first round, crazy. Uh, but Bijan is somebody who I will not want to draft in the first round strictly because that's your first round pick. You're, ba- you're banking on a rookie. Remember Clyde Edwards. Like everybody was like taking him like sixth or seventh, yeah, and because he was going to the best offense in football. Yeah, but all I'm saying is that you're going to take a rookie in the first round. In, in the worst case scenario, I'm going to draft three wide receivers right away, and if Bijan goes nuts, and the team that has him also has like uh, I don't know Saquon too, whatever, however they want to draft, yeah. try and trade one of mine. You know, depth you need it. I agree. I never trust a rookie in the first round. Yeah, or second. Yeah, never trust a rookie. Never trust a fart. Be careful with I both. actually never draft rookies, and I, I usually have to pay for it. But You're, you're somehow going to end up with Bijan. that comes through in the podcast league. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not taking him. You guys can have him. Yeah. Thank you. Nobody drafts Bijan. <laughs> <laughs> undrafted. We just wait and wait and wait, and he just goes undrafted. We just eliminate him from the player pool. He's on the waiver wire all I year. I don't hate that being a caveat in our league just for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> you can't draft Bijan. <laughs> because we have his backup, and we solely believe in him and the Bears. <laughs> you have to draft Bijan Tyler Algier <laughs> the following round if you I draft Bijan Robinson. I think that's why I'm all so high on Bijan, though, is because they made it happen with Tyler Algier, who is who. And then now all these analysts are did, so high on Bijan. Did Everyone's they make it happen with Tyler Elgier? He well, they brought me to the playoffs. him into being a top 23 <laughs> running back. Top 23, great. So nine worse than him. Yeah, but th- they think they're going to be better. No. Nope. Like the Falcons. I don't. Like, Drake London... Fuck that. Kyle Pitts, fuck that. I drafted Kyle Pitts everywhere <laughs> yeah, last year. You're, you're going to do it again this year. You were huge on Kyle Pitts. Do I need to Because make- he's the best tight end prospect, like, ever. I do this every year. Prez, you're going to have the 10th pick in the auction, or in the uh, washed-up league, and it's going to come back on, like, the fifth swing, and you're going to be like, Kyle Pitts is still there. Last year was the I mean, Raiders. Probably will. <laughs> yeah. 
Are they going to be my team this year? Who? who? The Falcons. I think so, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That division is worse than the American League Central. The, Fal- the Falcons the might Vikings. win that division. The Vikings were my team. I went 0-8 betting them. The next year, I took the Raiders. I went 1-9, play of all plays, people forget. And then <laughs> this year, it's going to be the Falcons. Bird gang. And I faded the shit out of them last year, and they and covered the all the time. They did cover a lot last year. And the year before that, like Pat said. Yeah. Everyone is going to be so blindly betting against the Broncos that I think I'm just going to have to lean into it. Oh, I'm Bears so in on the Broncos. Oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> that ruins everything. <laughs> I'm hammering them week one. All right. Let's, Don't even know who they play. Let's switch over to the um, America's pastime. Nice, both of you on time. Nailed it. Um, the Cubs and Sox are playing. It's probably the least amount I've ever cared. Oh, this is. It's this a, is when the crosstown is fantastic. <laughs> this is shit. But no, this isn't when the crosstown's fantastic. The crosstown's fantastic when we happen to be five hundred in a rebuild. That's when it's fantastic. It's like whose asshole team is going to beat the other asshole team. Now we're just like. Okay, which fucking asshole is going to fucking win? Like, it's a different way of calling your team an asshole. Right, like when Eloy came up when the Cubs were making their runs and just right. would hit four home runs and then go fucking 198 the rest of the year. Right. That pissed me the fuck off. We all know Eloy's going to hit a homer tonight probably. Okay, well, fine, I don't. It, it. I don't know because it doesn't. It doesn't matter anymore. If he had a home run, it'd be like okay, whatever. If the if the Sox win ten to nothing, it isn't going to affect me any more than if the Cubs win ten to nothing. I promise you that. I agree, Brady. If this game is a landslide victory in favor of uh, my socks, unfortunately, that I have to say mine, I, it it does not change anything right. for me. Half the team's going to be gone in a week. Yeah. And they should be. Oh, yeah, dude. They had to go 43-22 and 22 or something to get back to 500 after the break. They're currently 3-6. and six. The Cubs are 6-4. and four. So, I mean... It, it's it's so fucking sad, man. Do not take him to hit a home run. Don't dude, do it. Check this out, dude. Oh, Max Wager. <laughs> oh, you want to hear Robert f- Morell, Eloy, and Ian Happ all hitting a yob? I don't hate that. I know. I love <laughs> what are, what are the odds on that? Oh shit. What are the odds it, on that? Is it too late? No, it's not. That's four dollars to win fifteen hundred. <laughs> That's a winner. That's oh, a winner. I'm putting three thirty three on it, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna. Can I even place this? I I lit five dollars on fire earlier, and it was White Sox money line, Eloy Homer, Tim Anderson stolen base. All right, since it's such a stupid series and none of us care, let's place a stupid bet on it. The, is that bet that I just said? No, like stupid. between us. Oh, oh, okay. The series or just tonight? T- the series. What does one of us have to do? Um, I don't know. Shave your legs. That would suck so uh, bad. No be way. So much hair all over the place. Yeah, That's I'll take hair. that bet. <laughs> You're a swimmer. <laughs> You've done it before. Yeah, you got experience. And also, James still hasn't done his frosted tips. We talked about it last night. Oh yeah, I got to get that. Yeah. All right. you, you better show up to the the. What's that all about? <laughs> you better show up to the the washed up fantasy draft with frosted tips. Yeah, my hair's getting a little longer. I'll get it done. Get and it. those like mega douchey, humongous sunglasses. Yeah, I'll somehow have a six pack by then too. Yeah, you will. I don't know what we should do. I want to do something silly. 
Um, so go protest outside the Meg. No, I'm gonna do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be a punishment. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm all right. We'll we'll concur. Wait, yeah, wait, we'll wait, think, but... Cliff, run that Homer parlay back. <laughs> uh, Luis, Robert, Christopher, Morel, Ian, Eloy, Eloy, and Ian Hap. Ian Hap. Oh, I don't I see like how that. it doesn't hit. Yeah, it's I'm, my bet. So I'm gonna dumb. place it. Ian Hap. Ian Hap. <laughs> two homers. Plus Sixty thousand. Yeah, dude. Go, I just did. I just did three dollars to win fifteen hundred. I read something. I'm doing three thirty three to win James thousand. <laughs> Let's go. James just said that he uh, is going to take Ian have to have two plus homers, and it's funny because it brings me back. I was reading something on Twitter about this like avid gambler from the '80s, and he was like a poet too, and he wrote like eight rules, and his like seventh rule was like jinxing jinxing your buddies while you have a have a bet on it, the devil, and or something like that. And then jinxing your buddies when you don't have a bet on it, it was like 14 Satans or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I was like, That's James. James needs to read this. Yeah. yeah. James needs to buy that book and read it before bed every night. And annotate it. Yeah. You, you really do need to take notes on what it is to be a mush and how to avoid it. Oh, we're still talking about this two years later? Yeah, James. It'll never go away. <laughs> James, um, do you still ever talk about the Cubs winning the World Series? All the time. Exactly. It's a big, big, big moment in my life. Exactly. Um, that was a big up for you. This one we're talking about, big down. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, Shohei is so good. The pitching hasn't been fantastic. It's still been very formidable. Top 10 in the AL, I believe. Um, but he's hitting the cover off the ball. I mean, four homers in the last nine games. Only one homer has been with a runner on base. Like that just fucking <laughs> no tells you what why the, the angels. angels are yeah. so terrible. That makes so much sense. And I want I, since you're talking about Shohei, the amount of money Vegas has to be making right now because they just said that if Shohei gets traded to an NL team, they'll still count wagers for AL MVP. It's like if they're at all close to not making just right. a shit ton of money off yeah. of all these morons, they would not even, like, if that's just free money. And they're like, you know what? Keep it. Dude, like when Luca goes down, like leaves the game and I have him in all my player props and they give you your money back because he goes out in the first five minutes. I'm like, I don't want this back. <laughs> I don't want keep this back. It. It's keep it. You're, you're fucking, you feel sorry yeah. for me because you're a, taking so much of my money. Yeah, it's a back and forth of keep it. Keep it. You need it more. Keep it. <laughs> they better show Christopher Morrell in the next clip. Yeah. Because it's been in order. Hap, Eloy, Robert. I swear to God. On I TV. love that you still say Robert. Yeah. It's great. Well, he's you my have... best pal, and that's what he told me to tell call it... him. Show me Christopher Morrell. Come on. Right now. Come please. on. <laughs> Sorry for the listeners. Oh, oh, it's still Robert. We still have a chance. Fuck, should we take him <laughs> no. for two? Nico. Oh, Nico. Oh, that would have been too good. Dude, if Morrell doesn't hit a homer, I'm done. I'm fine. Oh, he was right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nico's not playing, maybe. I don't know. Who cares? That's what we're going to say. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> now you got to make another one with Nico and Morrell. Yeah, rats. <laughs> If that happens, I'm just going to give up. Yeah, I need all those guys to home run. And it's against Kyle Hendricks and Michael Kopech, oh, king of homers. Fuck, both of our favorite pitchers. Oh, the Cubs players are for sure going to hit. Yeah, and Kopech's still going to have like nine strikeouts somehow. If the White Sox can't figure out how to hit batting practice, then you <laughs> might as well just give up on the season. Yeah, I mean. Dude, his whip is like sub 1.2. 1. Welcome to Earth, Brez. 
Oh, wait, guys. Is this the day that Oh, you're not here that day? T.A. needs a home run with the White Sox before he gets traded. <laughs> oh, God. That's zero. It's got to change. Dude, you, that's like number. 10 to win 100. Yeah. Seriously, Tim Anderson is plus 900 to hit home run, so it can't not hit. So we're going to do Tim Anderson and Nico. Why not? Dude, shortstops. Yeah. Shortstop parlay. Gotta happen. God, 10 to win 690. What am I doing here? (laughs) You're literally... You're lighting $10 on fire. So what's happening here is that I now have almost everybody to home run in this game, and it's going to be a combination of none of the parlays, but I nailed it on all of them. Over. It's like when I asked... Someone's going to fly out in the warning track on their first at bat, and it's going to be the only guy not to hit. It's like when I asked Brady like during the Eagles-Giants game, like, Brady, who do you have to score every player on the field? <laughs> hey, Kenneth Gainwell scored the last touchdown of the game, and I won a hefty amount of money. And then we went to Rivers, and I lost it all. Can't wait to go to Rivers. Hey, would dig it back, right? Yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a, a nice... Um, Lesson in life of the life balances and the gambling goddess and how you need to respect her more. <laughs> Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell. All right, folks. That has been the season finale of 10. Mm-hmm. Season 10. Way to go, fellas. Good work, boys. Let's go, Bulls. Stay hydrated this weekend. And let's go, Luis Robert, uh, Eloy Jimenez, Christopher Morell, and Ian Music by Pat Mallers and and Tim Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Feels so good. All right, y'all. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next time. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing the longer they said the light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shotty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit great goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go right out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go right out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, on oh God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mind Get it, get it, good, good, get it, get it.